hey, hey, and welcome to Insurance Town. I'm the Mayor Heath Sheeran and the host of this podcast. Guys, I am super pumped that you are here hanging out with us yet again in Insurance Town. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being a part of the show. You guys mean the world to me. I love having the emails that come in. I love opening the mailbag, so to speak, and just getting to hear from you and what you guys think about the show. And, you know, I'd mentioned several weeks back, maybe even months back, that uh, I wanted you guys to send me some questions, send some things in. And I was going to, you know, put together a a question answer, some things like that along the way. And, you know, I I got several actually in on this topic. And so I want to talk about uh, today. You know, I had uh, different things that came in, but this one topic is one that I just really wanted to to jump into. And the question that came in was uh, from, I, I'm imagining, you know, a carrier rep. Uh, and then uh, some of the same questions came in from other people. And it was just uh, a good question I thought I would I would dive into a little bit. And the question was, how do I become a better partner to my agents uh, and, and to my insurance for that matter? But more than anything, I, it was coming from a carrier rep standpoint, you know, and, and the question came in knowing that I was a former marketing rep and, and a former carrier rep. And so I thought this one was right up my alley to try to, to bring out. And I think it's good timing for this one as things are starting to open up more. In fact, I just flew on my first mask-free flight, which was pretty awesome. Uh, I totally enjoyed it. I don't know what your thoughts are on masks, so I don't want to get political about it, but you know, it, it was pretty neat. And it's also just a sign that we're starting to open up a few things here and, and carrier reps are starting to get back out in offices and we're starting to see some of that. So I just thought I would, I would jump into that. You know, this episode is sponsored by my good friends over at Smart Choice. You know, all, all they want to do is help you become a, a better insurance agent and they want to help you to become a better agency owner and they do that by they don't have the upfront fees you know they don't have the monthly fees they don't have any of that kind of stuff guys they they just operate off of a commission split with you and that's really and truly only on the markets they provide for you they don't want to take any any play off of your existing markets or anything to that matter and uh, they also help you by negotiating with you higher commissions and lower premium volumes and lower volume commitment so that you can get to profit sharing that much quicker it's no wonder that they are the fastest growing agency network uh, hands down. And it's, uh, it's pretty awesome what they're doing. You know, if you're interested, you know, reach out. Uh, in fact, I, I really encourage you to to go to smartchoiceagents.com. If you're a captive going independent, or if you are just uh, looking to add a couple more markets, smartchoiceagents.com. You know, also I'm super proud to have, you know, CoverDesk as a sponsor. They uh, are such a great solution for you for virtual assistance. And uh, my man, Andy over there does such a great job making sure that that his team is trained in our industry. They know to speak our language and they really you know do a great job taking some of those tasks off of your plate, you know, so that your people, you can, your staff can focus on what they do best. That's building relationships, making those sales, doing the things that uh, move that ball forward from that perspective. And they help you do some of those administrative tasks and they help you do some of uh, that other stuff that, uh, 
that they do so well. They also have Cover Desk Direct. So if you've got a big project going on, you know, maybe you've got uh, a book role that you're working on. Cover Desk Direct is, is a team of virtual assistants that can help you with that. So if that's something you're looking at doing, you know, I, I super uh, employ you to, to reach out to them. Go to CoverDesk.com and check it out. And uh, I, again, I'm so proud to have all the sponsors that I have for my show. Uh, they do a great job. And I hear from you guys on a week in and week out basis. And hey, thank you so much. I literally get excited uh, when I get that little notification that my emails come through because, you know, most of the time it is uh, one of you, my listeners, you know, reaching out either saying thank you for introducing me to, to Canopy or to CoverDesk or Agency Performance Partners or, you know, hey, I just signed up with Smart Choice and I'm so proud that I did. You know, thank you so much for that. And I thank you so much for getting involved in the mailbag, you know, and sending me the questions and the things like that. And so again, I wanted to get into uh, this, this question of how do I become a better carrier rep, a better partner to my agents? And I think, you know, one of the biggest things there to, to think about as you're going through some of this is uh, that, that very question, you know, of being a partner. And you look at that and you think about that, you know, all the carrier reps out there, if you're an agent, listen, they, they've all said the same thing to you and they say, hey, we want to be your partner. And a lot of them, these marketing reps out there, they really, they do, they do want that. They want to be that partner to you. The good ones do anyway. And so again, first thing that I would say as a former marketing rep is, uh, you know, agents, let's be honest, you guys, they have a lot going on, a lot to think about, a lot on their plate on any given day between, you know, new business, renewals, employees, you know, revenue, commissions, carrier relationships from other carriers. They got their clients they're trying to deal with, social media, technology, keeping up with all the latest trends. I mean, the list could go on and on and on, you know, just trying to come up with income generating activity and, and you, you know, wanting to come see them. That's just something that, that I want you guys to, to think about. If you're a carrier rep, listening to this show, or if you're an agent uh, that's listening, uh, maybe some of these things you might be able to talk to your reps about. And we're going to get into how to be a value add to your customers too. But I, I just, I want to camp out here for a little bit because I want to you know, do justice to that question that came out. And I, and I love that question. And I love that I've got, you know, carrier reps that listen and carrier reps that, that want to know how to be better, how to be a better partner to your agents. You know, Without knowing all those things, uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, knowing all those things we talked about earlier, all the things that are on their brain, all the things that's going on, it's crucial that you come to the table and be that value add. I, I love the way that question was phrased because it's the truth. You've got to think of ways to be that value add to your clients. And, and I think it starts, you know, there's three overlooked items, in my opinion, that are huge huge value adds before you even get to the appointment, before you even get to the opportunity to sit down with the agent. And that is, I think it's crucial that you schedule all of your appointments with your agents because nothing irks a, an agency owner more than just showing up and expecting them to drop everything they're doing to meet with you because you're carrier rep X. Uh, that's just, number one, it comes across as just selfish it comes across as that you uh, don't respect their time, things of that nature. You know, we're going to dive into that a little bit more as well, but you also have to do your research and uh, knowing you know, what's going on in their agency, what's going on in their area. And, and I want to talk to you about that a little bit more too, as we go 
And I really do think the third one, I think, has got to be, you know, you need to set an agenda. You know, once you get the appointment set and once you've talked to him, once you've done the research, I think you need to send an agenda out. I think nothing, you know, better than when that uh, agent knows, okay, you know, my carry rep's coming in and here's what we're going to talk about. So they can prepare their reports and they can repair, prepare to have accounts on their desk that they want to talk to you about or have different producers to come in or account managers, things of that nature. Yeah, I think great salespeople, sorry, great salespeople are relationship builders who provide value and help their customers win. And, and I think that's something that you've got to have, you know, as, as part of your agenda. So again, going back to scheduling your appointment, I, I think uh, you've got to recognize, not think, I know you got to recognize that these agents their time is incredibly valuable to them. And they've got, like I said, they're always either putting out fires or they're, they're talking to their uh, their clients or they've got something going on with their agency or you know they might have their sales meeting that day or they might have this or that going on and you've got to, to respect their time. And I think you, know, you, you should uh, definitely send out maybe even a calendar invite uh, along with you know, an email that says, hey, I would love to come by and see you at this time. And maybe you could use something like a Calendly or, or you know, if you've got a, uh, a CRM or something as a marketing rep or something that you use, maybe that has that calendar tool, maybe you could use that Just say, hey, I was planning on coming by. I was going to be in the area this week. Would you, uh, here's my link to my calendar. If you have some time to book, uh, you might be able to use something like that. The bottom line is, you should never drop in unannounced. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm telling you from my days as a uh, in the agency, nothing bothered me more uh, than when a marketing rep would just drop in. And again, I, I just expect you to drop what you're doing just to meet with them. I, I just, I, I find that to be incredibly disrespectful. And if you've done that in the past and it's worked for you, uh, more power to you. But I'm just telling you as we move forward and the industry continues to evolve and more technology and more things are going on. I think you you have to get to a place where you're not just dropping in and un, unannounced. You know, when, when you talk about, you know, doing, doing your research, uh, I, I brought up that earlier. There's so much in, in doing your research. You might be thinking, what do you mean do your research? I, I think it starts, uh, to be honest with you, as a as a carrier rep, one of the things I used to do was, you know, I would try to know my numbers. Um, you know, I, I really do feel like uh, whether you're an agent or you're a carrier rep, I think this is crucial before you go into a meeting with your uh, with your partner in that. Uh, if you're a carrier rep, you should know uh, your loss ratios, know your new biz- your new business numbers, know the retention, know the hit ratios, know those types of things. You know, and I think it would be super impressive. This is one of the things that I always try to stay on top of. And I think it's incredibly important for you to know the agency numbers, you know, as you're talking to them, whether it's, you know, when you're doing your, your your annual planning at the beginning of the year or whenever you, at the end of the year, whatever it might be, know what are their goals? What are their expectations? You know, what do they want to do? Are they looking to grow 10%? Are they looking to, if they have a massive goal coming up of, you know, we really want to hit the ground or we want to grow 18% or some ungodly number that's just, you know, a big, you know, as we say, BHAG, a big, hairy, audacious goal, then you should know that and then try to come as a value add to help them to do that. You know, know their goals, you know, for each agent. 
know their CSR goals or their account manager goals. You know, if they'll, you know, let you be privy to that, if you could find out what their agency incentives are or their, their other carriers goals, maybe this year, you know, in that agency, they wanted to grow, you know, this, this carrier by XYZ. Um, and so if you know, they're trying to help that other carrier grow, you know, know that. Um, and so I think that, you know, if you can know those things, that's going to help you a lot. You know, I feel like if you know those numbers and you can go into that appointment, knowing those numbers and doing that research before you get there, that's going to do a ton. And, you know, going back to some of the other things, you know, before you even know the goals, I think it's a big deal. You got to know their players. You got to know who the account managers are, who's the CSRs. Who's new? You know, you want to know, you know, who's the top versus bottom? Who's upcoming? Who's the new agents coming in? All of those type of things so that you can know who to address. You know, for me as a as a uh, carrier rep, I used to love to know when the or when they hired a new producer or a new account manager because I'm immediately going to go see those people. Because me as a carrier rep, I wanted to make sure that they got to know me and they knew that the 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 carrier that I was representing was pouring into them. Hey, how can I help you to be successful? You know, here's, you know, here's my suggestions, even if it's, you know, some ideas and some things like that for, to help them grow, not just with your carry, but other carriers, that's going to be huge. You know, you need to also know who the accounting people are, who the bookkeepers are, you know, who is their referral partners, you know, who's other key players in the agency. All of those type things are, are massive value adds for you even before you even get into the appointment, before you even get into all the things in your agenda, know, know those players, know who's in their agency, know who's doing well, who's performing well, who's not performing well, who you need to pour your time into, who you don't need to pour your time into. And maybe even get with your agency owner, maybe as, um, you know, from the previous appointment uh, or not on that appointment, find out, hey, as I'm coming in, maybe, you know, before you even get there, hey, you know, Thanks for after they've accepted your a calendar invite or you know they're coming, they know you're coming. You can sit down with them and say, Hey, you know, while I'm there, I want to make sure that we maximize our time together. Is there any particular account managers I should visit with or any particular agents that or producers you would like me to spend time with? I think that's a huge value add carrier reps, you know, to be able to do that. And, and agents listen to this. If you can have some of that stuff prepared and maybe let them know, maybe you don't have time to meet with the carrier rep that's reaching out to you, but maybe uh, another producer does, or maybe you could send them to a different account manager or a team lead of some sort. You know, there's, you know, different areas like that from both sides of the coin there, you know, going back to, you know, what do you mean Heath by doing your research? Another thing that I would try to do. And, you know, before I went to such and such town, I would try to know the key industries, try to know the key referral opportunities, try to know the best restaurants in town. Any key facts you can find out about that town or about that city or about that area, because, you know, again, let's, let's just be real practical about it for a minute. Let's say that you're going to uh, XYZ town and your, your carrier wants to write... Uh, restaurants. But let's say you go to a town that maybe only has four restaurants. That that may not be your best play. Or maybe you're really highly focused on manufacturing, but the town that you're going to see doesn't have a whole lot of manufacturing there. But they also, you know, but they do have this or that. Again, you want to know the area you're going to and use some of that when you're talking to them because that's going to impress an agency owner. That's going to impress a producer or a, an account manager to say, oh, he understands. 
He's done his research. He knows, you know, know some of the key referral opportunities. You know, if you do some quick research and you find out, I mean, Google's amazing. You know, there's so many other things, social media, whatnot. It doesn't take that long to do some of this research, but just to find out, hey, if there's a large, if they're a big personal lines agency, for example, and there's a uh, a key player in there that you know of, you know, you could speak to that. You know, and you could maybe even say, hey, um, have you gone to go see this, you know, lender or or this real estate office or this referral partner opportunity? You know, something to that effect, again, knowing who those players are to be able to reference those. And maybe, you know, if you've got, because I know I worked on the carrier side, there's some marketing dollars there. And you might be able to say, hey, if you'd be interested in, in putting together a referral program for that lender or for that CPA or for that realtor from maybe you could partner with them in that and say, we have some marketing dollars, some co-op dollars. We'd love to help you in that to let them know you're on their team. You're their partner, you know, act like a partner. Let's do that. You know, and as, and as an agent, listen to this, and you're hearing this right now, knowing these types of things and knowing that your carrier partners have these, maybe have some, it doesn't hurt to ask to say, Hey, what, what kind of co-op dollars do you have that, you know, you could help me to incentivize a, a referral situation or incentivize a producer or incentivize this or that? Again, researching the town or the city they live in, you know, knowing certain facts about it, maybe knowing that they've got um, a big motorcycle rally coming up to their town or a big, you know, I, I don't know, um, antique auto show, or they've got a big festival coming up or they've got this where it's giving me an influx of opportunities. I, or maybe you find out that their local chambers putting on a get a big event coming up soon. Hey, we've got some co-op opportunities, or we'd love to help you here. Or just knowing that, doing that research, I really I can't express to you enough. I, I truly feel like as being that value add as a carrier rep, that's huge. Um, you know, to you know, I'm a big reader uh, when it comes to John C. Maxwell. I'm not a big reader in general. But I, I like to uh, listen to John C. Maxwell on his podcast, which is a really good podcast, or read some of his books. But, you know, one of the quotes that I've, I've got, you know, kind of written down and, and put in my brain that I think about in my carrier rep days and even in consulting days, and what I do kind of every day is, you know, he says to add value to others, one must first value others. So again, I think you have to find out what's important to them and what's going on value their town, value their people, you know, learn those kind of things and show that you, you value them. You care, you know, being a value add doesn't happen overnight. You know, I'm a big fan. As you know, if you've listened to this show enough, you know that, you know, it's about relationships. We are officially at a mid-roll ad, ladies and gentlemen, and I want to talk to you about, <laughs> I was trying to do a different voice, but I want to talk to you about my friends over at Canopy Connect, your one-click solution to getting the deck pages you need to quote your prospect. I was talking to an agent today that was just telling me what a game changer it was for their agency to be able to send a link out to their prospects, and it takes them a matter of a minute or two to go through this, to log in. And next thing you know, in your dashboard, you've got those deck pages that you need to quote those prospects and you have everything you need. You could also have customizable links for your referral partners. I mean, it's absolutely a game changer. If you want to learn more, go to usecanopy.com backslash Heath. Get your discount for being a listener to the show. Tell them I sent you. Also, go through the demo. Man, those guys are so much fun. Tolga, Casey, Robert, the whole team over there. They're so much fun. 
You're going to be so glad you did. Use canopy.com backslash Heath. Also, my good friends over at Agency Performance Partners. Are you hearing from your your staff that they're so busy they can't get to all the quotes on their desk? Or they're so busy they can't answer the phone? Or they can't get to all their emails? Or they're so busy that they don't have time to implement the latest and greatest things you've put into the agency just because they're so busy? Well, Agency Performance Partners, APP, they want to help you to go from busy to productive to help your agency to be more efficient, to be more effective. If this is something you're interested in, they have a brand new course that just dropped. They just revamped their time management course, and it is such a great course. I was actually able to be a part of this and to help out, and it's really been a game changer for me personally. The mayor himself, I have used these these tools and the things I learned from this course to help me to be better. And it's helped me not only in my professional career, but also at home too. If you want to uh, to be a part of this, if you want to implement this, go to agencyperformancepartners.com and check it out. It's also a part of the agency performance pack. You can get not only this, but so many of the other trainings right there at do-it-yourself model for $245 a month. $245 a month, and you can have access to so many of the courses. And again, at a do-it-your-own-pace model, do-it-yourself model, it is uh, such a great value add for your agency. Agencyperformancepartners.com. Now let's get back to the show. You know, uh, being a value add is, uh, is a lot more than just, you know, showing up, going through the motions and going home. It's about having that relationship. Uh, I, I really hope that, that you're hearing me on this because no matter how much technology is in the world, no matter how much is going on with this or that, no matter what's going on with the economy and no matter what's going on with gas prices, no matter what's going on with pandemic or not pandemic, I really do feel like from now to the end of time, we're going to be in a, a value add situation with relationships. I feel like the relationship will always be crucial. The relationship is such um, a major part of that. And, you know, to be able to do that, what's that value add relationship look like? I think it, it looks like several different things. It looks like being a partner. You know, it, it looks like, um, you know, it, it, it looks like you could uh, be a consultant to them, being a friend of the agency, being a resource, being a wealth of knowledge. That value add relationship is uh, so much more than that. Um, so um, I think that it's crucial that you focus on these things. And what does that mean by being a partner? I mean, that's such an overused word sometimes, or a, uh, a word that uh, people take lightly. You know, let's think about that. A partnership is a give and take relationship. A partnership is one where you go to bat for them when it's needed. You know, a, a partnership is, you know, where you find ways to incentivize them, to help them. A, a partnership, maybe you, you partner up, like I said, going back to the, the, the co-op dollars, the marketing dollars, having a contest, maybe, you know, you, if you're a carrier rep and you say, hey, we're going to put together a contest for every policy you write, you get X amount of dollars. Or for the top producer in your agency, we're going to give this out or that out. I don't know. You know, help them with the carrier trips. Help them with profit sharing. Show them that you care, that you are their partner. You want to see them do well. What's it look like to be a, a, a consultant as a, a value add relationship? You know, as a consultant, ask them questions. Share ideas with them. You know, uh, so many times... <laughs> I can't tell you how many times 
uh, probably every appointment almost, you know, my, uh, my agents that I worked with that asked me uh, what, what I'm seeing out there in the field. And you probably heard this from your care reps. You probably asked this if you're an agent, you know, what's best practices? What are you seeing out in the field? What's going on out there? Uh, how is such and such agent being successful? What are they doing out there? And people want to know that little curtain pullback. Let them know, maybe not, you know, exact pay, play by play or giveaway secrets, but just let them know, hey, you know, here's what's going on out there. Uh, or you could just give away simple things. Like, as we all know right now, cyber is a big deal. You know, it's always been out there, it's always been a thing, but. It's getting more and more prevalent out there. And so you might tell people, hey, how much cyber are you doing? You know, um, you know, you could talk about uh, water line coverage. Uh, you could talk about equipment breakdown. Or you might, you know, I'm seeing agents that are, you know, being a more of a value add by doing this. Or I'm seeing other agents do that. Or I, I don't know. Uh, I'm just trying to think, you know, uh, the service line coverage, the the water sewer back of the, the earthquake. I don't know. You just, whatever you're seeing out there, let them know, you know, I, I don't know uh, how else to say that, but again, to be a consultant, you're going to be able to help them that give them some ideas on that, you know, best practices, you know, what they're seeing. You know, a lot of times people would say, what are other agencies paying their producers? Or what are you seeing out there best practices for how many, how much staff I should have for this amount of book? And that varies and that changes. And, you know, there's best practices guides that come out that you could, you know, consult with and, and talk to them about, you know, share knowledge you have on trends. I mentioned that a minute ago on different trends you're seeing or different uh, technology you're seeing being utilized or what other people are doing. I don't think you could go wrong with sharing some of that knowledge. I, I think that, you know, when you talk about, you know, being, um, you know, a, uh, a resource, uh, th- there's an easy way to have that value add relationship uh, as a resource. You could share articles, share podcasts that you're listening to. There's a, a hundred, <laughs> I don't know, really a hundred, but there's a lot more than insurance town out there as far as podcasts. And there's some really good ones out there that have some really good resources, or, you know, you could share with them. <clears throat> what you're, you know, what you're hearing on my podcast or what you're hearing out there in even other industry podcasts, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, you could share educational resources, articles you read in the, the local publications or the national publications, you know, share videos that you've seen, share advice. Uh, maybe if you see, you know, some things going on within the agency, uh, you might be able to share that. Hey, I, I've seen some of these things. You might look at this or some advice on maybe how to motivate a producer or how to motivate account manager or how to help a certain relationship that you've seen, whatever that might be. I think it could be a major resource there. Share industry news, trending topics, you know, become a value added relationship is so much. You know, one of the other things, you know, being a wealth of knowledge, you know, help them with continuous improvement. Read the latest magazines. You could help them, you know, because I think a lot of times it, it, it starts with you educating yourself. You know, maybe you take some CE courses. Maybe you listen to some podcasts. Maybe you dive in on your continuing ed. Maybe you take a CIC course. Maybe you take a, you know, certified risk manager course. Maybe you take a CISR class or a CPIA class or a whatever that my flood course, you know, whatever it might be. But if you could become a wealth of knowledge to share some of that with them, you want to make sure they keep coming back to you as a marketing rep, come back to you because you're that wealth of knowledge. And, and I'll say that here as well. 
Um, this could work for agents too, as you're out prospecting, you know, producers, account managers, agency professionals, when you're out there talking to your prospects, all of these things could go the same way for you being a value add to your prospects, being a value add to your carrier reps, being a value add out there in your community. You know, same thing. All of these things apply to you as well. I I think it's so crucial that you do so. So, I really think that, uh, you know, I've talked about a lot here, but I, I do want to make sure that you guys hear me on something. If you notice through all of that, you know, we were just talking about, did I ever mention anything about going in, sliding a uh, a report across their desk and just going over numbers and walking out? I think there's some value to that. And I think that, you know, agents want to know that. Uh, and I think people want to know those things. But as far as like that being your main purpose when you go in and say, well, it looks like you submitted 12 policies and we only wrote two of them and blah, blah, blah. Or going in and sliding your hit ratio or your hit report, whatever you call that, you know, I don't think you, you need to do that. Um, your appetite guide, because, you know, yeah, they could look online and find that. Uh, and sometimes that's helpful. And some producers listen to this, like, I like to hear that. And that's fine, you know, but I think it goes a little bit beyond that. I, in fact, I know it does. You know, uh, I just, I want to make sure that I answer this question properly, because I think that's a, a massive, you know, way to add that value beyond just walking in, handing a report and and beating them up because they haven't done this or that. If you're not giving them that value add, if you're not giving them, you know, the ways that they can improve, you're not helping them to to write more business, to do better, to be better, then what are you there for? I mean, what are you truly doing other than just checking off, you know, I went and saw this agency, went and saw that agency. Um and you know, I think that's uh, that's a big deal there. And again, uh, putting all this down uh, in your, uh, you know, in your agenda to be able to let them know, hey, here's what we're going to talk about when I come in. That's going to be a big deal, you know. And before you get there, you might ask them, hey, is there anything specific you would like to talk about? You know, maybe you've had some situations where we can improve as a carrier or we can improve. Um, or I can improve as a market. I mean, you might ask them how you can improve as a marketing rep. Who knows? But I just wanted to spend some time uh, talking about that. And again, uh, it's not, you know, that it's something that's uh, difficult to do. It's just a matter of taking a few extra minutes to do that research, taking a few extra minutes to do those things. And again, this, you know, this episode, you know, the question was asked about how to be a better value add as a carrier rep, but I really do feel like that goes uh, in the same vein with you as a producer or as an agency professional, you know, as an insurance professional, as you're talking to your clients out there, you know, I, I just, I think there's something to be said for for drop-ins. You know, if you're, you know, a producer and you're out cold calling, there's nothing wrong with drop-ins. In fact, I encourage drop-ins. But the point of that drop-in is not to sit there and take 30 minutes of their time and puke your product of what you do at your agency. I think if you do a drop-in as an agent or as a producer, I think the goal of that drop-in is to get an appointment to go back. And then you can go back and talk to them about what you do, what your value prop is, what you provide as an agent. I think that's totally fine. If you're cold calling and you get somebody on the phone, 
The point of that first initial phone call should not be to be on the phone with them for 30 or 45 minutes and tell them all the wonderful things that you do and how they should do this. The point of that is to show them your value, get the appointment and get off the phone. There's that, you know, and then as a, a producer, I, I think you've got to figure out when you're talking to your prospects and you're, you're talking to people out there and you're trying to get them to give you your business or fire their other producer, the incumbent, or you're getting them, you know, to, to do business with you, you've got to show that value add. What tools are you using in your office? What have you got going on that sets you apart from John Doe agency across the street or from Jane Doe account manager down the street or uh, whatever that may be, what sets you apart? Why should you do business with you? And you've got to show that value, you know, and if you're building a niche, you've got to, you know, study that niche, learn those things. And uh, again, going back to the same things we've talked about, all the things we talked about doing the research, doing all those things that applies to both there. I, uh, I really hope that this, you know, a little bit of conversation here really helped you. I'm not the, you know, the best at solo episodes. <laughs> I haven't done a lot of these, but I really hope that some of this has helped because, you know, in, in my years as a, as an account, you know, as account manager, as a uh, marketing rep, as a territory manager, I think these are the things that helped me to be as successful as I was and helped. And I feel like I was a value add to so many of my agencies because of that. And again, I'm not bragging on myself by any means. I think it's just simple things. I'm just going that extra mile, doing that research, knowing the surroundings, knowing the players, all the things that we've talked about. I, I think that uh, it's huge. And so, again, I really hope that some of this has helped. I, I think that, uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I think it comes down to, you know, not only just the, the partner and the consultant and all those kind of things, but I think it also goes down to being a friend of the agency. You know, and I, you could say the same thing about all the other things, the partner and all that, but if that uh, producer calls you, or if you're a producer and your client calls you, know that you can go to bat for them, or that you're going to listen to them when you have a problem, or that you're going to be there for them in their worst time or their best time. And you're going to be a friend of that agency. You're going to help them to, to be better. And I think that that is something that's huge. Uh, as a carrier rep, as a producer, being a value add is so crucial in this industry. And so I, I think it, again, it goes beyond anything else. It goes beyond technology. It goes beyond uh, all of those things. Uh, I think the value add, you know, it just goes down to just being a, a difference. Um, if you're leading with price, um, and that's all you're focusing on, you're going to lose on that price too. They're going to lead you on that price too. I, I think, uh, you know, being a, a value add is adding improvement to them, you know, bringing something to the table other than price. And so again, I hope, I hope that these things can help you. Um, and I, I think that, you know, this conversation, I hope I answered the question and I hope you're listening <laughs> Um, I, I'll send this to you. Actually, I'll send a link to this to you, obviously, in an email, the person who sent it in. I don't want to call them out, but I, I did want to make sure I answered this and uh, I got this out as in a timely of fashion as, as possible. And with, with so much going on out there in the industry and, you know, um, so many changes out there, uh, whether it's technology or embedded insurance or uh, insured tech carriers and all of this other stuff, I think it's super crucial that we, you know, we look to add value anytime that we can.
guys, this has been so much fun for me just to, to spend a few minutes, just to talk to you, just a little mayor solo. And, uh, guys, please let me know if this was helpful at all, you know, just to, uh, not just to build my ego or <laughs> to, um, to boost my or stroke my ego or to give me some words of affirmation. But, you know, if I'm going to do some more of these solo episodes, give me some feedback. Let me know what you thought, you know, email me at Heath at uh, insurancetownpodcast.com and let me know what you thought about this episode. Let me know if you think I could change uh, how my tonality was even and how that went. Cause it's really, you know, I had to get out of my comfort zone to do this episode because I'm used to interviewing other people and playing off of their energy and, and making jokes and having a good time and doing all that. So for me to do this where I'm just rambling, I feel like we're talking, I, I really hope uh, that this was a value add. And I, I really hope that this, this episode, uh, the content I brought you made you a better insurance professional. And I mean that being a, a podcast host has been something that's been so much fun for me. And it's, it's truly changed my life and the friendships I've made and uh, the, uh, the, the value that you guys have brought to me as an audience has been just amazing. You know, uh, the amount of uh, inbox messages on LinkedIn or even Facebook messenger emails I get text messages from some from some of you, phone calls, things like that. Those being the world, we please keep those coming. It keeps me rolling and it keeps me doing what I do. And uh, as long as I'm bringing value, I want to continue to do this show. It's been two years. I'm super excited about that. Two years since we started this show. Uh, we've done over 100 episodes. I think this will be like number 125. And I want to continue to go. I want to hit 225, 250, 500. I want to keep doing this. And uh, if you guys are enjoying what's going on, please let me know. And if I, if you give me some critiques or give me some uh, feedback, do that too. So I can improve this show. If you've got some guests that you want to hear or some other topics you want me to dive into, I'd love to hear it. And if you think I was dead wrong and this episode was horrible and my advice was bad, reach out to me. Let me know what you think. That's only the way I'm going to get better at this. So guys, um, you know, as I wrap up this episode, uh, I really do appreciate you spending some time with me on this episode. And I really appreciate uh, everything that you do for me. And if you've got an idea for your own show, go to getreadysetpodcast.com. My friends over at Ready Set Podcast do such a great job for me. I'm just sitting here talking and answering this question and they're doing uh, all the hard stuff, the editing and whatnot. So uh, reach out to them. Ready, set, podcast, turning your brilliant idea into reality. Thanks again, guys. I look forward to hanging out with you again next week.